Hey everybody, welcome to Good Heroin with Dave Ross. I'm Dave Ross. I'm so happy that you're here with me right now. Uh, And wow, I guess I'm pretty chill today. Um, If uh, you've listened to the show before, uh, you know that um, each week I chronicle that week's stress and anxiety as a result of lockdown. And I would imagine that whenever lockdown ends, it'll become me chronicling my anxiety just for, you know, any other reason. <laughs> I'm a stress and anxiety guy. Um, yeah. And uh, and look, man, I, I wish it weren't true, but it uh, takes its hold on me. And despite the fact that uh, I have shelter and between unemployment and a couple other things, I'm, I'm financially safe in all this. So so that's like a that's a great deal of privilege already to have um, in a really difficult time. Uh, to be safe in those two big ways. Uh, despite that, even I am still whew, whew, having a tough time. Damn, it takes over. I'll just get a headache. You know what I mean? Nothing happened. No one said anything to me. I didn't move. And then I just have a headache. <laughs> it's it's strange, like, you know, I, I'm a person who deals with depression and anxiety. I, I try to take it head on. I go to therapy. I think and talk about it. I read. I do CBT workbooks and stuff. I, like, really try to I, figure it out. And so I think I have a good handle on it. And I'm pretty sure I have a good understanding of it. I think I'm self-aware. I think I'm plugged into how I feel about it and how my feelings manifest and yet still, I have no idea how or why I'll just be sent into a fucking spiral in lockdown whilst doing zero things. <laughs> I, I truly, I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, but yeah, I am feeling chill at this exact current moment for whatever reason, you know? Some weeks, it just leaves your brain and you relax. Welcome to Good Heroin with Dave Ross. I'm so happy that you're here. If you're brand new to the show, um, I'd like to give you a little bit of an introduction to me. Um, and I think the thing that describes me the best, there's this, uh, there's this cliche saying, this phrase that's existed for probably... 500,000 years. That's what I'm going to guess. It's uh, commonly known. Everyone on earth has said it at least once in whatever language they speak. And it goes like this. Sticks and stones may break my bones, uh, but words also hurt. I'm sensitive. <laughs> that's uh, that's the saying, right? And, uh, and that's me. I, uh, man... I uh, I tend to refrain from writing anything that matters on the internet because it will inevitably find somebody that will get upset about it and I just can't take it, man. And I try, you know, 
And if I have like strong, real feelings about something that I think really matters, I'll put that out there. And then I got to brace myself because even the lightest feeling, oh man. And I don't know what it is. I could literally like look someone in their face and say, hey, I dislike this thing you've done. And they, then they can be like, ah, fuck you. And that would feel like literally someone screaming in my face and pointing their finger would feel less bad than me saying, I don't really like stuffed animals. And then someone with no face or real name showed up and was like, I like stuffed animals and you're going to die. That's never what they say. They all say just, I I like stuffed animals though, but it sounds on Twitter like they're saying, I'm going to find your family and fucking kill them. At least it feels that way to me because I'm, well, I don't know. You know, I'm just, I'm just like this. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm I'm just saying. Welcome to the podcast from the sensitive boy about the sensitive stuff with the other sensitive people. That's what we do here. I'm a comedian. I act like a dumbass. And then I'm like feelings. And then I bring my friends on and we act like dumbasses. And I'm like feelings. And they're like feelings. Or sometimes they're like feelings. Or sometimes they're like "Mm, feelings. And anyway, um, we all cry a lot. Welcome to Good Heroin. Um, I got a Patreon if you want more of me. Patreon.com slash Dave to the Ross. Actually, this week, um, I have a a weekly... um, patreon only podcast on there called dave ross is dead that is basically bonus episodes of this show and uh my favorite episode i've ever recorded i recorded this week it's all about sadness and the chat in the ticket to ride app (laughs) also we have some new subscribers this week m welsh shout out to you thank you so much for joining and anna snyder shout out to you thank you for joining again uh, Anna messaged me so kindly and was like, I'm back. Money's getting a little better. So she had joined earlier and then left. And now she's joined again uh, now that finances are leveling out better. And that's so nice and cool to hear because, yeah, this is all tough and entertainment as much as it can really help and is necessary and wonderful is an extraneous expense. And so you got to go sometimes and to like, I don't know, to to just uh, I don't know, to prioritize, to, to want my stuff after money gets better. It just feels good is what I'm saying, <laughs> obviously. Um, and uh, and yeah, whoever joins the Patreon at whatever level uh, gets a shout out on this show. So shout out to Anna, shout out to M. Welsh. Um, some quick plugs. If you want to watch video episodes of this show, youtube.com slash good heroin. Also, I have a Twitch show where we uh, build bad levels in different video games and play against each other. My friend Kyle Ayers and me. Every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific time on his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Kyle Prime Video. Um, I have another podcast called What's It Called? Uh, I have a Discord, discord.davetotheross.com. And um, all this stuff, all my social media, all that shit is on my website, davetotheross.com. Now, I am so excited for our guest. Oh, my God. She's one of my favorite comedians of all time and just such a kind sweet person actually i'm gonna call it she's my favorite comedian she just is her albums are incredible her specials are incredible her show lady dynamite is the best uh her name is maria bamford and uh we had a great time talking i hope you enjoy um i hope you enjoy maria bamford maria hey hey dave how's it going Oh, oh i'm good how are you it's so great that I probably shouldn't be talking about it in public. 
it's uh it's okay it's okay and i know that's due to a lot of privileges that we won't yeah. speak of here because it's tiresome to everyone yeah. but um yeah, no, yeah uh, no. it's going all right we uh, I, I will say i don't think we have to avoid talking about it because while we do all think and talk about it all the time it's all i think about <laughs> so, so i don't know i yeah. i love hearing people talk about how they're doing because i want to be doing okay you know oh yes and, and when i say all the uh physical uh financial fiduciary that's what's okay mm. uh i'm not sure if mentally i'm totally okay i i am i am very stable for the most part but let's just say there is uh, a document that is chip clipped onto our refrigerator that, <laughs> that we agreed, my husband and I, both not to commit suicide, okay, in, in front of our therapist. She signed it. She so signed it? Yes, like a notary would in a wow. weird way. And then, uh, and then uh, so you know we're okay if you come over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look in the fridge for a for a sparkling water. Um, I don't. Um, I hope that this isn't speaking out of turn, but I I I do want to say that I think maybe the document, the pact to not kill yourselves, should apply non-pandemic as well. Oh not yeah, no, no, no. Now. This was pre-pandemic. Was it really? <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> Holy shit! You have a perfect marriage. <laughs> That's so incredible. <laughs> that was, uh, oh yeah, no, no, that was in another dark time. But uh, no, we uh, don't seem to be affected by. We have a pool, Dave, and I do mention that because I don't like myself because of it. Um, but it's uh, that that's something where it's like, you know, you just as far as statistically speaking, I'm sure they've done economic studies about this of you know your level of happiness with a pool and eighty thousand dollars a year <laughs> should be happy um uh yeah anyways uh but well you know, i will say i don't know maybe i uh, i feel like you've earned a pool do you feel like you've earned a pool well thank goodness it's not heated is what i tell myself I if see. it were heated then i'd think then you're a you piece of bitch. shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Prissy little princess. Yeah, what do you have? But, two cars? <laughs> the fact that it's 45 <laughs> degrees in all seasons, uh, it's okay. It's kind of okay to have. How do you manage keeping it at a cool 45 in the summer? <laughs> uh, it's somehow it's in the shade. Oh. So it's somehow uh again, why am I bragging? Shade <laughs> in Los Angeles? God, I'm such an ass. Where um, in the greater Los Angeles area do you live? Do you mind me asking? We uh, we have, uh, are in Altadena, and okay. um, I had a television show for two seasons, so we were able to, it's like, which is like winning the lottery twice. Yes, right. Um, so I was able to, we own a house outright, and uh, so it is, a, which is an un, unbelievable, uh, to have a house at all in Los Angeles is unbelievable. I know. Anyways, um, just just imagine. Um, but don't think everything's perfect. We are right near the fire line, and uh, and it could be up in smoke in a few minutes. And I can't wait. I'm getting my my face ready for when it does happen. I can't, I can't believe it. <laughs> 
Well, uh, man, that was great. And I mean, like, truly, I, after watching you do that, I feel like you should get a third season of that TV show. Well, that's what I said to myself, but um, I guess the numbers weren't very good. Oh, God. (laughs) No, but it was also, it was good because I I am on a significant amount of medications, and it was, I slept, walked through most of the experience. I did not, um, it despite it being a dream come true, everyone being lovely and an incredible, wonderful, it's a 14 hour a day, 16 hour a day type of thing. I am not currently built, built for that. So, uh, so fare thee well. Well, but there's this extra thing too, right? Where like, not only is it a 14 hour day, it's a 14 hour day in which you are both the boss and the main talent. I, you're supposed to care. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, that was a key supposed to, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, and have strong opinions about everything. And at that point, thank God, thank God for stand-up, I had told my own personal story so many hundreds of times that I could have given a shit (laughs) what they did with it. So then the writing staff wrote whatever the hell they wanted, and uh, and I always at peace. So that that is the great thing about stand-up. I love it. It's just like... You know, if somebody, once you get to the development process, it's like, I don't, yeah, no, I'll wear a suit, uh, (laughs) I mean, a furry costume, you know, that's fine. No, that's basically how I grew up. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Everything you're concerned with, I worked out in front of angry groups of people over the course of decades. (laughs) Yeah, I no longer have a dog in the fight of like what, what my childhood was like. I, I don't know. That's so funny. Do you like, I don't know um, how to ask this. I I guess I literally just want to ask, like, obviously we're, we're having fun and joking around too, but do you, is that completely true? You would say, or is that partially kidding? Like, no, no, really? I think that is totally true. Wow. Yes. Yes. Like I, um, do you think it's because you processed it and moved on or because you're tired of it? (laughs) I think there's some kind of boredom too, like of uh, saying to yourself, I've, yeah, I've done two separate one woman shows for several years. <laughs> like, right. uh, boo, I don't <laughs> want to hear my story one more goddamn time. And, Man. and, 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 you know, it's, uh, it's already been, yeah, it's been broadcast my point of view a billion, billion times, at least in, in my mind. And uh, so let's uh, give somebody else a chance uh, to make me a brain dead megaphone george saunders reference um uh i don't mind being being that uh to be without without thought or uh now now as much man i'm getting there too i wonder what that is (laughs) (laughs) i uh and on this note maria i'm hoping that you would tell me your entire childhood story let's do it okay (laughs) Hi. Well, I'm actually. Uh, well, that's the thing; it's not very interesting. Um, but um, oh, I'm of course kidding. I uh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. but uh, um, I was bulimic. What a white woman! <laughs> when you were a kid, uh, um, yeah, from about the age of ten to nineteen. Man, you, you ever man. a fairy in that uh, addiction? No, I mean, um, if I've had an eating disorder, which I'm open to believing I have, because Certainly. at this point, um, actually, I don't, I, I don't know exactly what your like what your exact detailed journey is with 
uh, mental illness. I do know that you have one, and I think you know that I'm having one as well. Nice. Uh, and sick sick yeah sick, sick. Nah, dude fuck yeah that's dude. hard that's hard <laughs> whoa and you just like shut, you just shut your mic off whoa okay honey he's crazy um uh no i um so like, like you know you know and i know that when you're going down that road i'm thinking and talking about depression and anxiety and all the time and examining whether or not I have a personality disorder or this type of disorder or not. So I'm, what I'm saying is I'm totally open to the possibility I have or had an eating disorder. I just don't know. Um, I know I have, so no, I haven't had that one. I uh, got addicted to drugs. Is that, does that count? That's ins- that's wonderful. I mean, that's <laughs> as far as if we were in a treatment center and we we're throwing down, you know, oh, have you eaten an entire jar of pickles with a sh- bag of sugar in it? And then, uh, you know, and then uh, I don't know. Um, gotten Is that an eating disorder reference? Oh, yes. Oh. oh, yeah. People people do all sorts of eating carrots until your uh, your skin turns orange. Uh, sure. Oh. Are you are you? Are you really needing treatment? <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the same. Uh, no, we don't have to do competitive awfuls. But I'm so sorry. No, uh, did that? Did you have to go through a, a withdrawal process? Or you know, no, I had a lucky uh, version of it. I, I would even say addicted is is maybe not even the right term because I did a lot of drugs, but I never, and I did a, lo- a lot of hard drugs, but I never injected drugs and i never uh and so like i didn't have that degree of addiction i and i never went to a treatment program like i stopped what happened to me was i i actually was so nervous even while getting high all the time that i about getting addicted that i took i never did it two days in a row that's how bad my anxiety is i was so nervous i couldn't even get addicted to heroin you cut it with chobani yogurt (laughs) i don't want to get fat i uh i (laughs) no protein keeps keeps you level (laughs) um so when i stopped it was literally because i moved to fresno so you know first person in history to quit drugs that way (laughs) 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 yeah and it was just because i didn't have a hookup and i was scared of getting a new one and so i switched to alcohol and i did that every day for years and uh and then i stopped that well no i didn't and that's the whole story (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole story uh i well i'm in about uh, i have gone uh, steadily to a number of different 12-step programs. So I am one of the cult members. Oh. Uh, totally. I don't believe in a lot of it, uh, sure. but it is, number one, free. Number two, free. Number three, they cannot kick me out. Um, <laughs> and that is why I can't still go. Damn, uh, but it's yeah. like stand-up. Yeah, exa- it is exactly like stand-up. Exactly. Wow. Except sometimes I would see the sets are a little tighter. Um, people kind of like have a very, you know, a very nice arc, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing. People like go, I don't know. I raised my hand to share and I don't know what I'm going to say. It's like, motherfucker, if you're raising your hand to share, it's just like, I've been waiting to go about the open mic for five hours. I don't know what I'm going to talk about right now. Right. What? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here? I mean, you can't say that. 
especially in the type of place you're you can't say why are you here but also why you, you know you know your story i do <laughs> so many people do the phrase one of my favorite phrases to hear people say is oh like you, you say i don't know friend storytelling became a thing in recent years and a lot of people talk about it and go to the shows and often i'm like oh you should tell a story and they're like i don't have any stories and i'll be like really because you do cocaine every day how i <laughs> how do you not have any stories just your storage systems might be interesting <laughs> yeah, do you have totally plus go up there and tell us how, just tell the crowd how often you clean just yeah. tell them that yeah i swear or, to god it'll be interesting or is it yeah, because now I suppose everything's through Venmo or PayPal or maybe you. Yeah, that would be. Inter I, I would be. I mean, I'm in. Everything's interesting, right? When it comes down to it, like everything's right. super interesting. When you get into the details, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm so grateful that there <clears throat> there is much more diversity in stand up uh, yes. of experience where you go. Oh, oh my God! Can yes, I would love to hear someone with schizoaffective disorder. Tell me exactly what's, you know, who is also Muslim. You don't tell me what's going on in their brain box. But everybody's super interesting. Um, yeah. As long as you, like, say what happened, say, say what you did, and then say why. That's it. Yeah, no, that's all we need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you no, can't forget I, the why. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that yeah, note. Like, yes. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. No, you go ahead. No, 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 no. Okay. no. Nope. Okay. This is okay. let's do this for an hour. <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm going to say you're the guest, Maria. So oh, you got to oh. go. OK, mm. well, um, <laughs> I yeah, I, I do like that idea of like this second sentence that you'll talk to anybody, you know, anywhere you meet is going to get weird. Yeah. Like once, you know, oh, where are you from? Uh, you know, Arizona. So, so, oh, did you grow up there? I'm a, I was a merchant marine, and then um, I had a, like it just always gets uh, a little bit. I have a love of mushroom, you know, just mushroom hunting. Um, you know, it always feels like on a Southwest flight. You can sort of get get to know someone very closely. Wow. I haven't worked out that joke, but I, it's just a reality. And my mom would do that. My mom, who passed away this year, she would always just connect with people so delightedly just really I met this guy and i says you look familiar and he says well i don't know you and i says i do i know you and he says no you don't we don't know each other <laughs> and i says i gotta tell you you are so familiar <laughs> and then we just laughed <laughs> i mean she just took like such joy in connecting with people's uh, eyeballs. I'm less so, um, but I would like I would like to be a slow bleed into my mother's persona <laughs> if I can just bring the impersonation to life. I think you, uh, might be. Do you think she was but. always like that, or or I mean, it's possible that she like calmed down and got softer as she got older. Because I'll tell you that when I was young and I would go on airplanes, I wanted to meet everybody, and then I turned 26. And when I ride planes, I don't want to meet fucking anybody at all. But maybe when I have less responsibilities, I'll uh, later in life, I'll want to talk to people. I don't know. I don't know either. She always could find some, you know, Kevin Bacon connection with somebody of this, like, wow. from 
where she would know somebody in common or at least go like, we went to Punjab. And, you know, that state is so interesting. It's hilly. It's mountainous. Anyways, um, <laughs> Rajiv, we are what a delight to meet you. Uh, yeah, she just had a real... But but I don't know if that was I don't think it was compulsive. I think she just really genuinely enjoyed uh, people. But I'm sure she was shyer when she was younger, for sure. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to make eye contact with anyone because I am what lonely. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who is like I would like to connect with other. I, I know everybody at my coffee shop. All my baristas. Okay, let's see if you can do it, Maria. Jeremiah. Sarah, Jason, Helen, Emma just left because she's going back to school. Uh, Anya and Matt own the coffee shop. Uh, this is wonderful, Maria. I don't have that with my well, baristas. Nice. I create you. You have to go. You have to ask over and over again because you forget their name. You forget. Of their course. Name. You ask it again. And then you start following them on Instagram. Oh, do you guys do uh, Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, then you start getting intrusive. Do you have any pets? What's your pet <laughs> name? What's your pet doing today? Do you think while you're here? Everyone always has a good pet story of what they think their dog or cat is doing. Right. Um. Anyways, it's so it's so easy, and as yeah, I think uh, it's within reach, Dave. Actually, it's funny um, you're saying this right now because truly. I don't know if it's like a big city thing or stand up, you know, melting my fucking brain uh, or something. But I I definitely haven't been doing that at all for a long time. I'm like, go out in public and I'm like, I don't want anyone to know me. But then today, my girl, I'm at my girlfriend's house right now. Oh, That's, nice. Yeah, this is her um, incredible wallpaper. It's lovely. Um, it's wonderful, isn't mm -hmm. it? Um, and uh she has this great coffee shop by her house. I, I don't know about you, but the way that I reacted to winter in L.A., L.A., the hub of the coronavirus, where, you know, everyone is still partying in the streets for some reason. I, I decided to hole up for the winter while cases were surging. And I have like I've even been ordering my groceries. Talk yeah. about like, yeah. So really trying to stay inside. Case numbers are going down a little bit. So today was my day. I was like, I'm going to go do a frivolous activity somewhat for the first time in months. And uh, what I mean is I, wa I, I had been to the grocery store like a few weeks ago, but I haven't been doing anything that wasn't necessary. I went to that coffee shop. I walked inside, I got a coffee and uh, first time in months, it was so, I feel like a brand new person. And I met the guy behind the counter. His name is Thomas. He was very nice. And, see, yeah, you do, you're doing it, but it's the first time it's a series of firsts. I don't know if I've met a person anywhere in over 10 years. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I totally, I, I, I have a dream of having a web of community. Mm. Um, but then there's also the fear of that community of what that means. We had a block party when we first moved to Alta Dean's. And then Did you throw the block party when you moved. Yeah, there? like when we wow. said we just flyered the whole neighborhood and said anybody come over wants to. And we we've done that. We did that in Eagle Rock. And uh, and that was I would do, you know, like every year. And um, 
Yeah. Some people were weirded out. They're like, wait, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> just you like, just got here and now you're yeah. taking over the block. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the feelings were, but we just ordered really cheap pizza. It was not good. And I can get that verified by Jackie Cation, who uh, told me over and again, over again, why don't you buy, why don't you order better pizza? Man? Which I said, Jackie Cation, why don't you bring your BYOP? Bring your own yeah. pizza. Also, Jackie, this is a pretty aggressive way to ask this question. Why don't you get out of my fucking face, Jackie? She knows I feel that way about how she uh, she scorned me for my pizza. Um, uh, but yeah, so here, this was interesting. So maybe a third of the block came when we were in Eagle Rock. Here, everybody showed up. Oh, Every great. single person. And um, now this was pr- you know four years ago. Uh, prior to the Trumpitude. Um, mm. So I'm sure there were some creeps in there that we did mm. not know that they were total creeps. Um, yeah, then uh, they get those long signs and you then find they out. Get those, yeah. Mm, man. Or, well, the, or, the, or whenever they see you and your right. liberal progressive lawn signs, yes. uh, they have a grumpy look on their face. Oh, man. So interesting how I I continue to be. First of all, I want to say that block party idea is wonderful, and it's also um, hard to do to show up and be like immediately social. I'm I'm uh, I like it. Well, there's some. It's also if you do a potluck where everybody has to bring something, then they're socially anxious. Like they're like, oh, what should I bring? Right. And they like, and then then you go, oh my god, whatever it is they brought, which because it is awesome. Like anytime somebody brings something, it's just it is delightful yes. um, i remember somebody brought to our house like six bags of mcdonald's fries and i was like yes wow that's this is amazing what I always want brought to a <laughs> yeah. party now um, i will say that's probably the trump supporter right <laughs> that seems <laughs> no that's a comedian <laughs> oh really yes <laughs> oh man great because i love the idea i'm just saying you know trump trump and mcdonald's yeah. Which is ki- kind of one of the problems, right? Like yeah. you were just saying, you know, you didn't know whether or not these people were uh, have uh, an, uh, political issues, let's say. And or, uh, yeah, or might be like our, our neighbors. Um, I won't say which side of us. Our neighbors, which okay. So our neighbors uh, sometimes they have loud conversations, and w- one of them involves um, how they, uh, I believe work sort of in the underworld where there's uh, large amounts of cash and someone was murdered who worked for them along with their family. Anyways, these are things (laughs) that we can hear about occasionally. Uh, We, I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's like, that that sounds awful. Maybe maybe we shouldn't invite those guys over. But weird thing is their kids, super nice. Right. And so um, kind of want to, you know, hang out with that part of the family. Um, yeah. Very weird. Uh, that is the problem with community is that you suddenly know who you're living next to. <laughs> right. Well, and it's complicated. It's not. None of it's easy. Right. I mean, I lived. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're horrified by living next to me. <laughs> what makes you say that? Oh, um, uh, Block I mean, parties. Well, block parties. Uh, yeah. Signage. Um, we also have a park in our front. I 
put a bench and then a little library and then a community bulletin board on the front. This is amazing. That's pain, so I'm sweet. In the ass. Well, I disagree. But some people might say, hey, uh, sure. move on. But I'm, I would say to them, uh, hey, you're no fun. Um, you don't like yeah. books and sitting? Who yeah. doesn't like books and sitting? <laughs> well, and the reason I get the bench is because if you find if you provide a place to sit down, people will sit on it. It happened yes. at Eagle Rock and it happened. It happens here. Eagle Rock, people would live on the bench. We had people, <laughs> um, a guy who uh, stayed there for a number of months. Um, we shouldn't talk about me. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> yeah. Dave, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you were a real comfort to us. Thank like you. a little rabbit's foot on the front lawn. <laughs> Is this true? A uh, like a, a person without housing, or just someone would sleep yeah. there? Oh my gosh! Well, just anything that would normally happen in our neighborhood. There was a light prostitution out of a van mm. uh, where a young oh. lady would take her breaks. It was not good. Uh, I was I felt pretty pretty bad, but wasn't sure. It's extremely unclear what to do about it, except to be supportive right Um, you know that that is helpful one way or another so you might as well right well yeah and and it's kind of no because everybody's high and then it's like ah well uh (laughs) hi guys anybody need any water (laughs) no okay all right (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) i'm going to target (laughs) i have to go buy six more locks yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um wow Man, I live, um, I'm a big uh, fan uh, and, uh, well, fan of Eagle Rock. I spend a lot of time there because I live in Glendale, but I live like right where the two hits the 134. So I can walk 100 feet and I'm in Eagle Rock. And so, but I don't, I'm the, I haven't seen this in Eagle Rock. I'm familiar with like Eagle Rock Boulevard and Colorado Boulevard. So I go to Cindy's, you know, I go to the colombo's the weird italian restaurant Love um that. the all the shops on colorado are great oinkster i haven't seen the van is my point the van uh is closer to york boulevard we okay. uh york and 46th uh we're at where so we ha- we had the combination of um a lot of people who actually grew up in the neighborhood um who you know i, I don't know exactly what's going on but there's yeah, you know, the different liquor store communities where people are hanging out. And then uh, there's also, which was the worst part, was the fraternities at uh, Occidental, uh, which <clears throat> those that's why we actually had to move because of uh, one moved into a rental next to us. And uh, it was a, a, a bummer. Wow. It's just like the movie. <laughs> what? Neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're not going to believe this, but I saw that movie. Um, <laughs> we watched it. We watched it just so we could see if there were any tricks in it. You know, like any info, right? For for being um, adults coping with frat boy. Well, I mean, was that literally the situation? You were next yes. door to a frat house. Yes, what? next door to the frat house, and um, yeah, we tried everything. Like we tried being, hey guys, so cool. Anyways, we. <laughs> We party too. Anywho, <laughs> if um, you know, if you kind of don't play the, you know, what is that stuff that's like bump, 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 bump? It's kind of like a yeah, techno or EDM. Techno, techno, yeah. EDM. They would play that during the day, 
Why? Like, and then I, I don't know what was going on. I mean, I know that everybody was high and everybody was, uh, then when the ladies came over, like mm. if they would be very sweet as all college students are when they weren't drunk and out of yes. their minds, they'd be like, so sorry about <laughs> yeah. that party last night. Listen, we're c- kind of totally, um, get, you know, of course, I'm going to talk to the guys and, um, and then, right. And, just and then like, they get hammered and then they just like smash a fridge in their front well, lawn. They or would whatever. throw shit into our, 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 <laughs> oh our lawn, like oh, into our backyard and go. F- like, just oh like, we were like big nerds. Like it was just like, oh, this feels terrible. I finally did. My sister's a life coach, uh, shaman. And so she said, well, why don't you do like a ceremony? on the front lawn and I was like, all right. So I got some sage and did like a, a man- mandala of f- fresh flowers that I got at Sprouts. And uh, and as I'm setting this bullshit up, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the guys drag um, an old rusty barbecue down the street and then start setting up beer pong. And I guess <laughs> what I want to say is that nothing is more powerful than beer pong. Uh, including yeah, yeah. God, all the gods, all the gods, the shamanry, the yeah. uh, the burning of uh, no amount of sage can stop <laughs> college kids from grilling. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is were. absolutely it's, it's so funny because like I think about I was once um, that uh, wasted college kid. I was never in a fraternity, but I lived in a house with four other men. So, yes, I was. And uh, and yeah, like we didn't have a Greek affiliation, but we got drunk every single day. And we, you know, we live. I went to USC, and USC is like on some of the side. Some of the directions you go from USC are like hyper developed, and some are tough neighborhoods. Yes, and sure, um, sure. the place I lived when I was a senior, um, the there was a shooting in front of my house where someone got shot five times and numerous people got shot. I don't think anyone died, but there were n- numerous guns and people got shot. I wasn't there when it happened. It was, but it was noon when it happened. And one of the, but also one of those people that was involved in the shooting who was like, look, I mean, I can't assume, I'm not going to assume that they fired a gun, but I know that they were, one of the uh, aggressors or defenders. It wasn't a bystander. It was someone in it who lived right by me, literally came over to our house with a plate of lemon bars. And uh, I know, (laughs) which, uh, you know, that's a, that's a lot of information to to navigate. Uh, And you were talking about like knowing everything about your neighbors and how it's complicated. And so I've always remembered that. And one of the funniest things about that is though, though that's true. That guy was both of those things. Uh, a lemon bars man and a gun man. Uh, also, we would get hammered every single day and break shit. And like once or twice a week, someone, him or like someone in his home would show up and be like, hey, guys, maybe, uh, you know, shut the fuck up. And uh, we'd be like, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that is, yes, that is just the situation. Well, I know, I, I mean, I was never really a, a partier. I, binging is quiet. Binging sure. and vomiting is quiet. Uh, um, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, the, yeah, that it's it's normal to, 
you know, kind of yeah. not really think outside yourself when your brain is developing. And then, um, also perhaps maybe that, that I, that story helps you knowing that, uh, it had nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I do, I do know that, but it was, it was also super sad to see that, like the difference between like those kids didn't get in trouble at all with the police or, um, oh, yeah. you know, like the campus police wouldn't do shit. No, nothing stopped them. And then like this poor guy, like he, he had no shoes and no belt and his pants were falling down. Apparently he stole somebody's phone that was sitting out in their front or backyard. Um, and it was one of the students, the LAPD came raised, like had like six guys with guns in oh our backyard God. to find this one little guy, you know, barely keeping his clothes on. I was just like, oh this God. is so, yeah. So it's, it's uh Meanwhile, I, the people whose property is on are committing crimes and noise violations. On a daily <laughs> no, basis. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and, and also, and also I, I, I commit crimes uh, on a regular basis, which are not, uh, what are your? Crimes? I just got a. Well, I just got a parking ticket. I also I parked in a bus zone about a year and a half ago. Uh, oh. Again. Uh, now I know why you're in therapy. Well, a bit of a. I, I, my, my my husband. It does bother him. He's like, "Who do you think you are, parking <laughs> in a bus zone?" I parked at LAX once because I was uh, not going to make the flight. I parked in front of a fire extinguisher in the LAX parking lot. That the thing that's close to the thing. Yeah. Anyways, I thought I was for sure going to be towed. Turned out one ticket after two weeks of being gone. Uh, again, uh, this does not make me look like a good person. Um, uh, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's funny. I, I, I don't know how people listening feel, but personally my feeling about like, look, I know they were all constantly, we all have our own definition of morality when we're, we're trying to, we're aiming at that and going for it. At yeah. least, you know, good people yeah. are or people trying to be good are. Um, but mine, you know, I, uh, I I certainly fuck up and I know I commit crimes. We all commit some version of it. Anyway, this is a long way of saying that um, personally for me, I don't consider anything involved in parking to be wrong. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like really don't. I mean, if you're parking in like a, in front of a hospital or like, fuck you. But like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, sure. A fire hydrant, okay. But fire then, hydrant bus. That's also like basically because like I don't have to take the bus when I want. Oh, I guess that's like, true. That's, that's a yeah. bit asinine. That's a little bit of a middle I've, finger. Yeah. I've got to make a bank deposit, <laughs> uh, and uh, I do it in a different voice, so it seems like that's not a thought that I would have. <laughs> sure, but in fact, it is me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you earlier, and uh, and I think this might be something that you talk about in your stand up a lot. So if you if you don't want to examine this, that's fine, oh, uh, okay. of course. But I'm curious. Uh, I talk a lot about mental health on this show, and I know you talk about it a lot in your comedy. Um, I'm curious. You you casually mentioned being on a lot of medications. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm curious. I don't. I am not. Though it's recommended to me constantly, and okay. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, I'm just curious which medications, what for, and how you feel about them lately. Well, I was on uh, pros, just Prozac from the age of 21 to 40. Oh. And um, yeah, they just said they thought that would be good. But at the age of 35, some people started telling me, I think 
think you need to be on mood stabilizers. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you try some mood stabilizers? <laughs> hey, hey. And um, I was like, no, you know, because I felt the side effects seemed awful. And then also I thought, you know, again, prejudice that it would be mean that I was super cray cray. And then it wasn't until I got super desperate and I was like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever it is they tell me to do. Yeah. Um, then I tried, yeah, whatever it is they told me, told me to do. And now I'm on 750 milligrams of Depakote, 25 milligrams of Seroquel, 25 to 50, depending if I'm uh, out of sorts. And then uh, 40 milligrams of Prozac. And, uh, but I tried a bunch of stuff beforehand because I, I wanted to avoid some of the side effects of Seroquel and Depakote are weight gain and like a real loss of energy. Like you get super sleepy and, and oh. that is what has happened. I am super sleepy and oh. you know, I'm basically, uh, I sleep probably like 10 to 12 hours a night. And I know some people, I mean, I've been told a billion times by other people like you should get a psychopharmacologist <laughs> because you, you need to tweak your meds. <laughs> I mean, here's what you do is you get, that's just like, uh, it works. This works. Right. I feel, I feel good. I can sleep. I'm not, uh, I'm not completely, um, uh, you know, want to kill myself all the time. So I'm just settling. I'm settling is what I'm doing. <laughs> right. At a certain point, uh, there's only so much you can do, right? I mean, not to oversimplify, but if it's stopping you from, suicidal thoughts and and you know uh worse then maybe being tired is just some something that goes along with it right yeah it's okay but it was a real bummer i gotta tell you like a real i have been an athletic energetic person my whole life and taken a lot of self-esteem from that Mm. uh being uh you know i can walk for 17 hours you know and now it's like (laughs) i have a hard time you know i mean i can walk but it's like uh can they or maybe or yeah i'm just i'm not um and and Uh, also the the whole thing about the creativity thing of like oh i don't have a bunch of ideas going all the time like i really have to sit down and uh think for a moment so that that is different as well that is a bummer as well yeah and that is part of the exhaustion you think yes well some of the no i mean uh well, here's the thing. I wouldn't have been making anything had I been dead. So yeah. uh, there's that. And then I, it's weird because ever since I've gotten on these meditations that have me less, a lot less energy, I have achieved, you know, weirdly, you know, was able to do a television show, yeah. was able to do because, and I think part of the reason was that I wasn't weeping all the time. I mean, I may have been energetic, but I was doing a lot of uh, sobbing, uh, high energy crying high yeah. energy crying falling <laughs> yeah. into a heap uh, and getting back up again yeah um, long distance so. crumbling <laughs> 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 so yeah but but i don't know it's, it's not for everybody uh for sure i i think i just it was a desperate a desperate thing for me where i was just thought uh this is what do you uh, mean a, a desperate thing like i guess i'm asking um what the mood stabilizers do for you um i don't 
really no, I mean, what I know is that when I started having a hypomanic episode, this is when I was about 40, I started kind of getting obsessed and couldn't stop, mm. you know, whipping up that I was a, I was a bad person. I was a, and, and every moment became like intolerable. Uh, I don't know if you've had that kind of depression where it's, um, which I hadn't, I hadn't had it until I was later in life where it was like, oh, this is um, every second, like I'm not finding any relief in anything. Um, so that's, yeah. And then I was hospitalized three times over the course of a year. And I, um, uh, but, the, and I didn't want to take some of the medication because of the side effects, but then I finally did. Cause I was just like, well, I, I, th I think I'll this die. is it, you know, I'm yeah. gonna, yeah. Cause I, I kept just kind of going home and I, you know, I don't know about you, but I have a billion medications stacked up from several, <laughs> you know, so many yeah. different prescriptions. So I was like, um, uh, I, I don't. I don't have them anymore. I throw them out or uh, dispose of them <laughs> properly through CVS. Um, I know what you but, mean, though. It's hard. It's like a doctor, a professional person who signs papers for you, told you to have them, and they're in like a really professional little bottle. Why would you throw that away? Which I think is so weird, too, that they just give uh, give out like a, a giant thing, a Xanax. Yeah. I was like, I just talked to my wife to kill myself. Nobody. Okay, nobody's worried. All right. Yeah, I guess I said, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess you, <laughs> I guess you think I'm a liar. Um, <laughs> I like, uh, yeah, I went to the doctor and I told him I want to die. So he prescribed me a loaded gun. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and I think there is that, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, people can present well, like, and I'm sure I, yeah. um, I've only been 51 once where somebody said, oh, you got to go against your will kind of thing. So yeah. um, also, I also, yeah, I think I, I haven't. Uh, and, and I want to say out there, anybody who's trying medication, it sucks. Like it sucks trying to get something that kind of works and may only work for a little while and uh, is super expensive, hard right. to, access even the person who will prescribe you i mean it's it's insane it is absolutely insane so uh i just want to acknowledge that that i have uh, a ton of uh privilege and that i had insurance and yeah. um at least you know a guy who would uh who, who seemed s seemed like he was paying attention <laughs> <laughs> prescribed me meds uh, isn't it so funny when you learn that even doctors are can be dumb. <laughs> my my sister and my dad are doctors, so I know that inherently that uh, <laughs> oh, okay. they can uh, make terrible mistakes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, sometimes, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they're they're wonderful. They're good. But a doctor. But we're you know yeah human beings. Uh, yeah, everybody messes up. Say yeah. So, but. Yeah, I, but I, also I was, I was hospitalized and I, I just, I wasn't able, able to work. I wasn't able to do anything else. So I think that's what I mean by desperation was. Oh, I see. Um, Like even like hanging out with friends or having a drink or whatever. I was just not interested anymore. Wow. Actually, I, um, I would say that I haven't hit that level of depression yet, but I also will say that in quarantine, I, I uh, it's it's tough to compare because I'm not inside your head and you're not inside mine. But I feel like 
I'm touching a version of that. And, um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm a, you know, and I, I go to therapy <laughs> weekly and, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's, it's like both things at once, but, but for the, uh, I feel like I was on, uh, like an upward trajectory and, uh, and even through quarantine, it was hard and I had dips and stuff, but I was like, felt like I was pushing through and continuing to figure it out, even if it got slower. But then in the new year, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's gone on too long. No, it keeps happening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And I, yeah, I just, now it's like, I think also stand up is, I don't think I'm one of those people where stand up is therapy and it's like more for me than the audience, but I do think that I love it and it's a release and the removal of it from my life uh, is a loss. And so um, that going on for over a year in, especially in the past month, I'll have days where I wake up and, uh, and I just, there's no semblance of joy or relief and it's just pain every moment. And uh, yeah. Do you have any super fans? I know you do. Cause uh, yeah. you have a regular show. Yeah. Oh my God. Offer those people to do a, like a zoom show for them or one-on-one show. Like, Oh, that's a good make, idea. Make somebody's day. You know, <laughs> you've got fucking material for miles. So, like, make somebody's day and, and have a weird um, Zoom show. I mean, that's what I've been doing because I feel the same way. Like, I feel like the Zoom shows aren't as pl- – where it's, like, a ton of people are kind of a bummer because you don't really – you can kind of hear them, but then don't ever really get to connect one-on-one on somebody. So, I've been just doing it one-on-one. And if you meet oh. them on social media, uh, they can't Zoom bomb you because then you've got their their Twitter feed. And uh, you can zoom bomb them right back. Uh, no, I don't have any uh, anal porn to share. <laughs> um, is that what zoom bombing is? I'm, yes. It's always anal, anal porn. porn. Well, at least the times I've gotten it. Anal porn, racial epithets, then yes. something uh, misogynist, uh, slut, whore, uh, you know, uh, to which I have to say, hey, how can I be that promiscuous? If I'm that unattractive, uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they also say things about your attractiveness level. So, but uh, isn't it so funny how, like, man, even through uh, such universal difficulty, I was on a, I was on an outdoor comedy festival with Lori Kilmartin, who yes. I love, and I know you do yes, too. Yes, yes, she's a genius. Her standup is so good, mm-hmm. and she's on stage. None of us have been allowed to do anything forever. We're in a parking lot in downtown Santa Cruz. The whole crowd is in their car. And instead of laughing, they are honking. It is a difficult situation. And we are in this together, making it work. And yet still, even though Lori Kilmartin, who you're just lucky to get to see anytime, but especially right now, doing somehow a brand new 30 minutes of stand-up that she developed. And I was like, honestly blown away and enthralled by the fact that she had a new half hour. But anyway, I, uh, she's just doing this brand new thing and she starts, she starts talking about feminism and women's rights and suffrage and things of that nature. And even in this like magical situation that was rare and lucky for everyone there and difficult for everyone, there was still a shithead in the crowd who rolled his window down and yelled, shut up. (laughs) We were like, how, how, are these trolls this trolly? Oh my it's, God. Uh, it is. 
is mind blowing, but that is the human potential is uh, we, you never know how big an asshole you can be, or uh, you just, you never know how, what if you're the son of God or daughter of God? Am I right? That's true. Um, no I, one uh, talks about that. Yeah. Who's, which, where, doesn't he have a daughter or, <laughs> or maybe a son who, who was misgendered? Mm. Um, nobody's thought about that as a possibility. I think that might be true too. Um, I did a parking lot show too, and I bombed. Oh, and <laughs> I, I could tell that I bombed because I was like, it was uh, Eliza Schlesinger and Brad um, Williams. Brad Williams. Yeah. They just destroyed like hammer, hammer, hammer. And yeah. like, uh, you could, all the, these little flappy things they had, and then the lights going off and on. Like, and then I went up, and I'm, you know, weird. And I've been doing Zoom shows, so all my stuff is like, and here's. And then, then, then this, it's like this. <laughs> and um, it, uh, anyways, did not. Work. But one guy yelled out outside of his car, you're doing okay. Oh, boy. That's uh, worse than shut up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't ask for your goddamn support. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I did appreciate it, actually. It was true. But, but uh, yeah, nice. no, it is. Um, but I cannot. Uh, yeah, I cannot remen- recommend one-on-one or one-on-two Zooms enough because I, at the very least even if people don't laugh that much you can find out about them say hey how are you doing um it's yeah. just like it's like um well it's just like connecting with a human being i think is what right <laughs> right i <laughs> love that you do that and you i mean pre-pandemic you were like uh on tour you would you would do this in person, right? Like meet a fan yes. at a coffee shop. Yes. And I would still do that. Uh, except for the six foot distance thing. I feel like I, I just don't want to, uh, put anybody in, in danger, but, uh, um, absolutely. But yeah, no, I, 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 that is in my comfort zone. I love that. I prefer to have one person who's pumped to see the show instead of, you know, a, a thousand people who are like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, I got this for free from the radio. (laughs) Oh, no. I was on KTLA yesterday, and uh, they gave out free tickets for I'm doing a a Rush Ticks show uh, Uh, on Saturday. What does that mean? A Rush Ticks show? Rush Ticks. Rush Rush Ticks. And then the Nowhere Comedy Club are two venues I know that you can uh, do shows on. And it's wonderful because it can be worldwide. Um, And so now you can have 2,000 fans or something in a crowd because you know you can draw from different uh at least me from english speaking countries i haven't worked on my swahili set um <laughs> but um uh i gotta get it more into clowning so i can i can work all the rooms yeah totally. work all the rooms she can do japan and greenland um <laughs> Oh, man, to be one of those comedians where comedians talk about you that way, like, oh, man, you know, Dave, that guy pushes anywhere, anywhere he is. He, he just shows his ass in Buenos Aires. <laughs> you know, he once broke into a zoo and did a set for the monkeys. <laughs> he dresses like a woman and the people go wild. <laughs> totally he doesn't say a word he's so funny he's not even there <laughs> that's me calling you oh I, no uh, yeah that's a <laughs> um i have a, i am doing <laughs> this is one of the new odd jobs uh gonna do a zoom tv show where i'm just on zoom and uh so they oh. need me to show them my uh 
I don't know if it's for TV. What's TV anymore? <laughs> right. It's, it's in a cloud somewhere and uh, maybe someone will see it. Doesn't matter. Is it the uh, Natasha Leggero Discovery Plus show? I just found out about this. It's called it, Comedians on Couches, I think. It, it, it isn't, but I am okay. going to text her right after this. I know. I would Natasha. kill to be on HGTV. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couch. <laughs> and I'm a comedian. Yeah. It's, it's L-shaped. Get back to <laughs> oh um, man it's a little um unnerving to find out that it uh it never changes you know the the who books that question know, yeah. that <laughs> it just in the i mean that made me laugh so hard of like i did a benefit at the beginning of uh and i never do benefits because we give 11% of the, the net income of the business to charity. So usually it's the downtown women's center someplace else. But anyways, so I just don't do benefits because usually they are always run too long. They overbook it with a thousand different massive names. Yeah. And then um, so many times I've been bumped, um, but driven to the improv that I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to volunteer to not create this chaos. So, um, but I thought, oh, I'll do it because it's a Zoom benefit. <laughs> three running three hours late. They call me and go, Maria, just hold on. I know it's one a.m., but um, if you could just, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like nobody wants to stick around. Stick around. <laughs> stick around for the comedy styles of Maria Batford after. <laughs> 42 major stars. (laughs) That thing where, yeah, I, I, and I, I hate to talk out of school about producing comedy because I know it's hard. I've done it. Oh, me too. Me too. But like, yeah, I mean the, what is it in a comedy producer's brain? That's like, you know, what's good is when the, the crowd waits. And they're when, exhausted and everything's, yeah. yeah, everything starts late. Um, people go, yeah, it's like three or four comics, maybe. And if one of those people is a huge star, just one, just one yeah. comic, like just let it be that and let everyone go home delighted. Just think of the happen. crowd. Yeah, no. If you're in the crowd, what would fulfill you for the evening? And then do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 And you're so right with a famous person too. Like they don't even have to do anything. I you know, it was one of the most beautiful yeah. things I've seen a comedian do that's famous. I saw David Keckner once. Actually, it was at my old show, Holy Fuck. He did the coolest thing. He did a he um he went up and uh and he did probably 10 minutes of jokes, and then he was like, All right, here's the deal. I know you all know me from stuff. So for the next five or ten minutes. I'm just going to do all the quotes that you want me to do from the movies I'm in. And uh, if you agree to after that, I'll do my material and we'll have that out of the way. And it was perfect. Everybody got what they wanted. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, to ignore, it like ignore the fact that it, it, that that is the reason people come out to things is the big, big yeah. name. And, um, and yeah, to, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but, and I, I, I mean, I know I've booked shows too. So, yeah. and I know I've booked shows that have gone uh, long. So I, I have, don't have a leg to stand on, but I just yeah, nor do I. <laughs> uh, uh, try to say no to the, 
the benefits just because I I'd rather give money. That's what I ended up doing. I ended up giving the the money in in lieu of performing. <laughs> they were oh, like, funny! Like, You've got to go on. I'm like. <laughs> Now it's five thirty a.m. in New York City. I think everyone. I know. Having a crowd sit there for five hours (laughs) is just so funny. What is this? Um, this TV show that you're doing now is it your show or you're a guest? I had no idea what it is. (laughs) I've been given. uh, uh, People have started calling me to say, "Do you have a, a Midwestern mother gear?" And uh, take a picture of your face. That's what I, <laughs> what I know. Take a picture of your face is such a crazy thing to say to somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's uh, take a picture of your face. This is, that's exactly what they needed. So, anyways, but uh, but yeah, no, I cannot recommend meds enough. Though meds changed my life for real. It's like I I um, now sleep instead of vacuum all night. <laughs> Wow. Honestly, that sounds like a massive upgrade. <laughs> and uh, and I think it is a reason like I'm able to, I mean, for, again, for, you know, have uh, a long term relationship. My, I met my husband after being on, on meds because I think, you know, having that way of um, and he has bipolar as well. So mm. we uh, and we have that's one thing we found out in common is that we have a hobby that we both started at the age of around 10 in different parts of the country, hey, in Philadelphia and me in Minnesota, and that is longing for death. Uh, suicidal <laughs> ideation, it really passes the time. It's, it's like Sudoku. Um, uh, but anyways, yeah, so but we need lots of help. But the meds have definitely yeah. helped me a lot. So. And it's so beautiful that, uh, first of all, uh, I'm so happy for you because I, you know, I don't know him well at all, but he's so nice. And it's yeah. really nice that you found each other. It's, and what a perfect display of a perfect match, a note on your fridge that says you're not going to kill yourself. Well, not. <laughs> I love it. I, we have something coming from Instacart. We can't possibly do it now. That's, uh, that's the best way to stay alive. Just uh, order one thing a day. <laughs> so, or, or just keep waiting for yeah new product lines from your favorite <laughs> operators like Dairy Queen. I always go, what if they come out with something good? <laughs> like you know, like a hot fudge ball. Oh yeah, side of them brownie. I'm sure that maybe that already exists, and I just don't even know about it. I I know exactly what you mean though. Yeah, oh, I can't kill myself. The <laughs> the Shamrock Shake is back. Or <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's a bad reason not to like yeah, ice cream d- drinks and and getting wasted. Like I do think I, I think it's all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, if you call the suicide hotline or text, there is a wait time. So oh. heads up, it's not personal. It, I was, uh, I, t- I texted every time, you know, from time to time just to see what the weight is. It's uh, approximately like 47 minutes last time. I got. Whoa, so, is that true? The, mm-hmm. the national suicide hotline? Wow. Yeah. So 
anyways, just know you're definitely, that means, guess what that means? You're not alone. <laughs> not alone. No. Yeah. That's a good point. If there's a wait time, take it to mean that, that you're not the yeah. only one going through this. Yeah. I, and just I, uh, wow. call, a, call a friend, uh, call a friend who isn't as tired of the story as you think they are. Um, there are also multiple suicide hotlines. There's the trans lifeline now that I think the Trevor project put together. That's for trans people. Um, and, uh, there's also, my cousin just told me about an app called better help. That is like a digital therapy app. Yeah. And that costs a little cash. Oh, it does. does. But the, uh, I think there's some helpful things along with it that may be free, but there's, um, I've also done OC, um, no CD. If you have OCD, um, oh. that's, that's an, an OCD foundation. If you have any kind of OCD, I had unwanted uh, violent sexual oh. thoughts. It's called intrusive uh, thoughts. Um, I OCD foundation is a super helpful resource. Oh. Uh, bipolar DBSA, the NAMI has uh, the, you can get in contact with somebody in your area um, and then also, I cannot really recommend 12-step groups enough. Uh, they're fucking free. And you can hear people talk about their lives and not feel as alone, even if you, the language is creepy and it's all cult-like and all that stuff. But it is a free, and there's a jillion Zoom meetings 24 hours a day. Um, so if you ever want to just go to something, I mean, I definitely, I, I don't belong to AA, but I've gone to AA meetings just to have a place to sit down. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sit, sit in the ER parking lot. I've done that. Wait, what did you just say? Sit in the ER parking lot? Parking lot. It, it doesn't cost anything once you hit once you hit the the double doors. Sure, they're gonna start charging you. <laughs> but parking lot time. That's all mine. Just to know that uh, you're amongst other people in trouble. And and don't be afraid of like calling customer service for, for any corporation. <laughs> I'm serious. Like you can call somebody and get somebody on the phone immediately and you never know what skill or because people are are surprisingly lovely. I call a dial zero to the operator once and just said, hey, I'm feeling shitty. I feel like I want to kill myself because um, at the time I was flunking out of college. And um, I was like, well, would you still love somebody if if you that you that you're flunk they're flunking he's like yeah like like, lower the bar it doesn't have to have anybody be anybody in mental health call dominoes wow that's such a good idea yeah no let's let's uh we gotta spread spread the wealth (laughs) everybody's got you know some some bit of help helpfulness in them and even if you get a hang-up you might get some laughs yeah call a this is great call a business that you know the employees are in trouble like you know donut friend isn't letting their employees unionize oh my god Uh, did you know about that yeah call them and you can be like i'm going through it i heard you are do you think i should die and they'll probably be like no and you could be like well i think you should be able to have a union i think yeah exactly just anyway jackie cation has a beautiful saying she says mumble in any direction and you'll make friends and uh i think that's true that's um, beautiful. Lower the standard of communication. Um, hey, I've got to go now because of this thing that I don't know what I'm doing. I was going to say, it seemed like you needed to go. And uh, and that's, of course, fine. I appreciate you being on the show so much. Thank you. Do you have any merch you could send me or I can send you? 
Oh, sure. We should. Uh, yeah. Why don't we email about it? I like. Okay. I have some, and I would love to. We could what trade merch. What size T-shirt do you wear? Hmm. I'm a large. What about uh, you? Um, I am a medium, and I will send you one. And yes, yeah, send me your. Uh, because that, that is the whole reason for podcasts. Did you know that? <laughs> to trade merch? exchange of merch. I didn't know that, but I'm going to start now. That's great. <laughs> uh, do you want to, before you run, um, do you have um, any quick plugs you want to do for stuff you're no, doing? Just, uh, this Saturday. The Saturday, if you get it out uh, in terms of that, then uh, the Saturday, the 27th, Jackie Cation and I are going to do RushTix.com. Tickets are selling out. No, it's virtual. <laughs> So a billion people can come. If you do not have $15, you just email me at Bay at gmail.com. That's my name in pig Latin, Bay at gmail.com. And I will let you in free. Uh, but, uh, you know, because a lot of people don't have $15. Anyways, that's wow. that's my point. You're the best, Maria. I love that. Yes. Uh, and it's MariaBamford.com if they want to get to li- these the links to the tickets and stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's also <laughs> Rush Ticks, Rush Ticks, T-I-X. Also, um, I'm on TikTok. I'm on, I'm on Twit. I'm on Instagram. And I'm, I'm not on other stuff. Uh, Insta and TikTok are the two. Are you at Maria Banfu on both of those? I am not. I'm Maria Banford Comedy on all of those. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Somebody didn't take a branding class at UCLA. <laughs> Nor did I. Matter of fact, I mean, uh, I won't. I actually had the mistake of having a manager once that was not did not have my best interest at heart. And so there's this is true, Maria. One day in my life, a real thing I did was go to a social media seminar at the improv. Oh my god! I just did, but it was at the Small Business Administration in, Pas- in Pasadena. Oh, that actually went, sounds helpful, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> what it taught me, as most teaching things have taught me, which is like, oh, this is a shit ton of work. Yes. And then I go, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any tags. <laughs> yeah, which is why I like to remain a small business. <laughs> yes. Well, Maria, <laughs> if you're only listening, she's doing a heart symbol uh, yeah. with, with her hands. I uh, thank you so much. You're the absolute thank you so best. Much. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. And um, yeah, much love. And uh, I hope you're doing great. Hello to your girlfriend. What's your girlfriend's name? Her name's Nikki. Oh, I wish her. I could introduce you to her, to her. We will soon. We will soon. shout out to the wallpaper. Jesus Christ. Jeez. Oh me. my God. This is going to make her so happy. She always is asking me how people feel about the background. Oh, it's so this incredible. Is- I was like, I was very jealous actually when you got on. I was just like, Dave Ross, he's totally got it all down. I'm such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, it's honestly all Nikki. As a matter of fact, when I, you know, we hold up together. Um, especially in winter like i don't we don't live together but i want to spend time with her and i'm now trying to be safe we're together basically all the time and so we created a little station in her room for me to do this and she is so into it looking nice in here that she bought this shelf i didn't even ask her to or say anything about it to to put my stuff on god damn it now that is a woman not, I mean, that's she's she is a supportive business person, and um, I bet she has, I bet she has pens that work. Um, she has so many pens that work. She has multiple pairs of headphones in oh little cases, God. you know. 
Let's celebrate Nikki for just yeah. one second. Thank you, Nikki. Um, all right, I gotta go. You're the best. I'll see you real soon. Thanks, Maria. Bye. Bye. Maria Bamford, everybody. Oh my God. I uh yeah. I mean you could tell, right? I just love her. She's so funny. She's so sweet. She's so great. Follow her on everything at Maria Bamford Comedy. Go to her Rush Tick show with Jackie Cation. Just, I don't know, get all her stuff. All of it's great. Her show, Lady Dynamite, is streaming on Netflix. It's so funny, so silly, so unique and special. Ah, Just watch and listen to it all, please. And thank you so much for joining me this week at Good Heroin with Dave Ross. Uh, hey, if you like the show, you know, subscribe or share it or uh, rate it on iTunes or Stitcher or write a review. Um, no pressure, but uh, sharing it around and, uh, you know, writing those reviews and stuff really helps us get the word out. I really appreciate it. Again, I'm Dave Ross at Dave to the Ross on everything. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful for this show, and I'm grateful that I feel all right right now. I mean, not that I've always been feeling all right. Like I said, my, I mean, you know, all right is relative, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, I'm worried about ever projecting uh, the idea that I'm like in a pit or something, you know, because like I said, I have a roof over my head and I, I know, especially in this crazy year, um, that's hard to have uh that alone and uh having food and so i'm okay but yeah wow i dip down and uh and uh i'm not right now and that's nice it's nice to have that and i'm gonna try to ride that and i hope you are too and maybe it's because uh people are getting vaccinated and case numbers are going down and I feel a lot more comfortable going places. You know, I got that coffee today, which shouldn't be a huge deal in life, but it was. And that's got to definitely be it. That is it. To live life. That's really all I want. I just want to live life. And I will say that as horrible as this pandemic has been and as difficult as lockdown is on the human psyche, um, the fact that it is teaching me and us uh a reality that we took for granted, which is that living life itself is wonderful. And I know I'm saying something kind of cornball and cheesy that you've heard before, and it sounds hippy dippy, and it probably has made some of you roll your eyes. I just, I mean it, man. Like, um, not interacting with the world and the people in it for a couple months, which is how I treated things December, January, and most of February, uh, and then going back to it has taught me that I I really, really like being alive and I really like being around people, even if a great many of them piss me off <laughs> all the time. Just like, you know, the like feel and smell of, of the world around you, uh, it matters and it's nice. And um, I don't know, we're getting back there and that feels good. So I hope you're taking care of yourself and remembering that you're loved and uh, and that you're going to be okay and that it'll be okay. And we'll get back to life real soon. And uh, probably that'll be a whole other problem where we're all throwing up in the street or something. <laughs> so thank you so much. I appreciate you and I'll see you next week. Bye. Now we're raising 
Good Heroin is a member of the Starburns Audio Network and is produced by Hold the Phone Comedy. Follow at Good Heroin Show on Instagram and Twitter. Bonus episodes at patreon.com slash Dave to the Ross. Thank you so much for listening. 